Welcome to Why Wait? Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out with me, Georgette LePage. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat Basili and I discuss topics that are often seen as roadblocks to weight loss. Each discussion will offer you practical solutions for transformational changes. Being healthy doesn't have to be hard or impossible. Empowering yourself with new strategies and new ideas can jumpstart your healthy journey and bring forth a tidal wave of joyful, positive results. I live and breathe what I teach. Allow me to be living proof of what can work for you. Your brain is your best asset, so you'll learn how to take charge of your thoughts, feelings, and actions. Are you ready for the real results you want? We'll see you there. Wow. Hi, everybody. Wow. Welcome. Am I getting that echo again? Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's great to have you here. And I am so thrilled about the show with Georgette today. Georgette LePage is the host of Why Wait, Look Better, Feel Better, Be Your Best from the Inside Out. Today, we're going to talk about why are you eating? How do you pause to figure it out? For those of you out there, what you should know is she is an expert in this field. She lives it, she breathes it, she teaches it. She's living proof of what can work. She knows how to work with people to help them create realistic life strategies. But more importantly, she is committed to demonstrating that you can make this change daily. You can empower yourself. You can do the things that may seem impossible. But you know what happens in life is so often we think we can do it. We think we can do it alone. And what we have learned around eating, let me just call it eating, especially when I think about my sister who passed away on a hospital floor at 450 pounds, not because she was eating, eating, eating. She didn't understand why. But as I look back and I learn more about her story from my uncle and what my sister was being blamed for in life, and how it was so hard for her to face and how she had to face it alone. I understood the power of today's show. I understood the power of Georgette LePage's work. And for those of you out there, so many people are in this situation right now. We now have the numbers. We now understand the impact of COVID. And we now understand why that impact and behavior is not changing even post-COVID but we don't understand what we do to pause it and figure it out. Georgette, it's so great. What a topic you are taking on here, sister. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. And yeah, this is another hot topic. Just when we think we've covered so many hot topics, they keep coming. Yeah, yeah. So today, yeah, we're going to hit it. We're going to talk about it. I don't know. Maybe it's me, maybe because I've been quarantined and like here a bit and I miss going into my beautiful office and a great team I have there, but I'm really worried about their safety more than anything. And yet I'm really struck by why I watch Netflix. Here's why I watch Net. Okay, so I watch Netflix or let me just say, any of those services, cable TVs that don't have commercials. Why? Every ad, it's one or two. It's either eat more of this and take more of this because you're sick. 
right? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's all of it, but we don't know why we're eating. We do know subliminal television would tell us, don't watch the rest of this movie without going to your cupboard, right? But yeah. let's talk about this for a minute. You know, what does it really mean? Is it physical hunger? What is it? What are we hungry for? Great questions. And yes, remember, as we've talked about before, we are up against a lot. We are up against a $71 billion diet industry that wants us to eat because then they want us to lose weight. And it's all for the money there. And yeah, watch TV for about 20 minutes maximum. And you will see, if you notice, there are a lot of food commercials. You need this, you need that. And they often hit you at night as well. So we'll kind of touch upon that, the different times that you may be a bit triggered. But today we're really going to focus on what does it mean to be hungry and have you stopped to think about it? Because we can't change a pattern or a habit until we address it, until we're aware of it. Um, and if you're like any other human being, we all fall into some traps and so today we're going to give you some tools and some, some ideas so that maybe as you are um, starting or moving along your weight loss journey, you will have a chance to flip some things, flip some actions into something better to bring you to uh, better health overall. That's our number one. It's not always about the numbers on the scale. Trust me. No. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, there's a lot more to it than just that. Yeah. So we're going to dive into the aspect of hunger and what it really means um, because I, I think we don't stop enough to think about yeah. what am I doing? That's fascinating. I thought about you this weekend. I spent yesterday, um, in the yard. I mean, I could have gone out to barbecues. I just didn't want to, I really wanted to spend time finishing things here. Independence day for me is almost like a new beginning day. Right. Um, but I, I didn't have anything for breakfast. I'm drinking a lot of water. I'm working really hard and I got hungry and I just went inside and I got these really good protein bars, which low sugar, really natural, all good stuff, right? Low sugar, the whole thing, not mega protein, but something to eat. And I realized that little snack got me renewed and refreshed. And I could feel myself just slumping down. I wouldn't have been able to get it done. And I think that that is from, you know, a level of awareness you've given me about it. Mm -hmm. But we don't even get to that point, do we? Yeah. yeah we, we don't, don't even know what we don't know about this. Right. You're right. You're right. We often find ourselves in situations where we've finished a bag of cookies. We weren't really even hungry. It's not really the time when our bodies told us that we needed more fuel mm -hmm. um, out of habit. Maybe we think, okay, it's, it's noon. Got to eat lunch. Um, there's a lot of reprogramming about when you eat. Mm. I teach the three W's why you eat, when you eat and what you eat. And if you have those three in alignment, that's when you see results with your health. You know, we just, we don't have to follow um, all of the things we hear about. Eat six times a day, eat four snacks a day, um, this and that. There's, there's science between, be, um, behind all of it. And as I learn more, and trust me, I've tried this five to six meals a day. And that, that was not, that did not fit my body. It can fit some people's bodies. 
most of us don't need that much fuel. And we'll get into that a little bit too, Mm -hmm. because I just want to say, for example, you know, we all say, oh, I'm so hungry. And some of us, some of us may even say I'm starving, which is not the right word, unless we (laughs) have been without nutrition for several weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the average body has 55 meals stored on it. And that is the most fascinating thing I've learned about hunger. Um, But we're kind of conditioned to eat all of the time. Um, And it's just habit, three meals a day. It has to be at this time, this time, and this time. Um, and that's what we were, you know, grew up with There were some snacks thrown in there. And the more I learn about my body and what works for me, I don't need all of those fuel times. I call them, I don't even call them meal times because they can be at different, you know, times that are different from the traditional meal times. Um, but you have to play around with it a little bit. You have to see what works for your body, but your body's like a factory. This is like what I tell my clients, your body's like a factory. And when it wants to digest something, the factory's churning, but you can't be adding in fuel at the same time because there are two functions going on and your body doesn't like that. Your brain likes it to be easy, likes to tell your body to do one thing at a time. So if you're constantly feeding yourself, you're not allowing your body to work from the fat stores that you have. Once I, once I learned that it made a lot of sense to me because I thought you just had to eat all the time or eat smaller things at smaller times, which is portions are, are very important. But, um, when you have this scientific concept of how your body operates, Mm -hmm. you can go a little bit longer and you can resist what you think is hunger. Um, so hunger is when it, the true sense of hunger is when your body needs fuel. We can, we can feel that. Let's talk about this for a minute, if we could, before we break. And, you know, one of the things that we hear about the great dilemma is breakfast is the most important meal over and over. And, oh, and then somebody said, oh, no, lunch is right. I mean, and people say breakfast is the most important meal. You have to have breakfast. And I realized yesterday that I didn't have breakfast and I'm not a breakfast person. I have to think about breakfast. And it's usually a dilemma. By the time I have to think about it, I've already gotten frustrated because I've thought about it so much and I've moved on to doing something. But isn't that part of the confusion that we get? You know, don't miss breakfast. Oh, but then eat lunch is your biggest meal. I mean, all of this is very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people don't do anything different because they don't know where to start and they're overwhelmed. And I get that. You know, we grew up three meals a day, three square meals a day at certain times, that's what you got. And then in the eighties snacks were added um, Mm -hmm. in between there. And then some, some food plans or some even diets, I hate to say that word, but we'll tell you to, you know, not eat anything for a long time. So you have everything coming at you. You have to really think about your body, but I will tell you, your body does not need fuel constantly. And we are conditioned as a culture, especially here in the United States, food is a big deal. So, you know, they're, they're selling us food and they're selling us snacks and the sugar, sugar is an entirely different show. Oh my God. <laughs> we could do a sugar show. A we have to do a sugar show we, because we, we the idea of sugar now is it used to be, yeah. I used to do shows on sugar, like 15 years ago when we were talking about sugar. Now we're talking about sugar, pseudo sugar, 
whatever you want to call it, where it lives and how it lives. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the fact that you're thinking I'm going to go low fat and you don't check the sugar content, but you know, mm -hmm. the question I want to talk to you about when we come back is this, you know, and I joked about it, I think in the last show, but it's not mm -hmm. a joke, really. Yeah. It's nine o'clock at night. And somehow you are compelled to make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And your justification is you're putting it on a low carb roll up. When we come back, let's talk with Georgette. Am I hungry? What am I trying to cover up? What am I doing? Am I numbing? Am I avoiding? And by the way, COVID gave us a lot of reasons to want to do it, right? Georgette, yeah. before we go to break, how do people yes. find out about you? And when we come back, you're going to take this numbing feeling on, right? You bet. You bet. My website is georgettelepage.com. I'm so happy to announce that I have a new program. It's a 10-week program, program called 10-Week uh, Inside Out Meltaway Program. I love and it's that. it's brand new. It kind of takes all of my secrets and puts it into one. And 10 weeks is a perfect amount of time to do some really good work to get some results. So go to the website, georgettelepage.com. Check it out. Go to check out all the details and you can contact me through there. All right. When we come back, get ready for this. If I'm not hungry, what am I trying to numb, avoid? What am I trying to run away from, right? Flight <laughs> or flight, and it does apply to food. Let's take a short break. Nathan, we'll be right back. Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Tune in to Transformation with Martinet every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Martinet and her guests are here shining their lights today through empowering stories of hardship and transformation. Begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and tune in every second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific to Transformation with Martinet. You're driven and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to the Boss Up Babe radio show, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every second and fourth Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Illuminate your inner framework now with Shelly Hoffberg and Stephanie Salt on the show Intuitive Diagnostics on Psychic Horizons. For you to find the keys to your highest path, it is vital that you see what is happening within your inner metric of you and those around you. They'll help you utilize soul architecture so that you can unravel the highest plan of life actualization for you. Manifest your unique life mission now every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune in to, and that's when I realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. 
Have you known that you're on a soul path, but often wondered why you don't have the insight of how to go from here to there, or whether or not what you're doing is going to take you to where you want to go in your soul's journey? Damayante is the show for your soul. Damayante speaks to your soul, connects with your soul, and shines a light for your soul. Damayante, the show for your soul with Sarah Main, brings you insights and a pathway to your soul's journey on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When trauma is stored in the body, it can subconsciously affect and determine our life experience. Learn how the mind connects with the body and how you can pursue your own healing and growth so that your line shines brighter than ever. On the Law of Attraction Traction with host, my mom, Green Beerfield, every third Tuesday of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn more about Kareen and her services as a holistic, heart-centered counselor, visit kareenbeerfeld.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Back. This show is Why Wait with uh, Georgette LePage. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to have this great conversation with her. It is about look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out. So important. And one of the things she's talking about today and you're bringing to the forefront is almost, it's almost like an invisible trauma that we have going on now. Why are you eating? How do you pause to figure it out? And I wanted to talk with you and take this to the next place about, well, if I'm not hungry, why did I just at 10 o'clock at night make that chunky peanut butter sandwich on a roll up and think to myself, I'm not going to put jelly on it. I'll put honey on it and then I'll feel better. Why did I just do that? But we don't stop and say, why do we? No, no, we do not. I'm so glad this is something we're talking about today because First of all, I want everybody out there to give yourself some grace for what we've been through, uh, which we thought would be a lot shorter, but it's not. And now we're, we're coming through the last two and a half years and there has, there have been some effects that we, we now live with and we now have to go forward with most people over eight, over drank, over shot, over everything. There's a tiny percentage of people that actually took this time to um, hone in on their health and did some great things. But unfortunately, the majority of people just did not know how to handle yeah. something that we've never lived through before. Yeah. So give yourself some grace for that. Take yourself where you are now and look where you want to be. Where do you want your health to go? It's not just about weight loss. It's about so many things, because as we've talked about from day one, everything starts from the inside. It's how you think and feel and how you're, you know, you, you process your emotions and then you can make some decisions that will help with your exterior, the outside. It's not the opposite. And it, I, it took me a very long time to learn that, but that was the secret sauce for me was knowing the order of that first, take care of the inside, your thinking, your, your emotional health, and then it makes sense to push it to the outside. So the greatest question today is if I'm not hungry, why am I eating? right? And I will say in, in my past as well, I have found myself standing in front of my pantry with the door wide open, reaching for something. I'm very good now to stop myself most of the times and say, wait a minute, am I really hungry? And I'll tell people to ask, to ask yourself this question, am I really hungry? Meaning, does my body need fuel? Okay. So there are some physical signs for that. Maybe there's, you know, you haven't eaten in a very long time. Maybe um, it's your, the first meal of the day. We've talked a little bit about 
non-traditional meal times. And that's that's something to, to, to understand better, but just to be very simple um, to help you get started. Am I hungry? Does my body need fuel? And if the answer is truly yes, it's time for me to eat, then go ahead and have something that you've decided is, is healthy for you. And that might be the next part of your journey, figuring out what that means, because that's confusing. But if you're just standing there and the answer is no, I'm not hungry, then you have to ask the big question. If I'm not hungry, what am I feeling and or what am I numbing? What am I trying to, to deal with right now? And I am telling myself food is going to be the answer. And that's when you have to stop. You pause. It's the power of the pause, as I say. Kind of step back, close that pantry door, get yourself away from there, and just, you know, have a glass of water and be thinking, what is going on? What's really going on here? Am I stressed about something? Am I upset? Am I sad? Am I mad? Um, am I just going to this pantry because... That's how I always deal with when I come home from work. It's a habit. Um, is it nighttime? And my nighttime eating is just because it says on TV, you know, I'm watching a movie before I go to bed and they're, they're showing ice cream. So, or they're showing cookies. So why not? So you really have to stop and ask, what am I feeling? Okay. Cause you don't want to eat your feelings. They're not, they're not delicious. They're not to be eaten. They're, they're to be looked at and then to deal with them. So once you figure out, okay, I'm stressed. I just got home from work. I open the pantry door and ask yourself, is that Oreo or Oreos? Are those really going to solve my stress? And the answer is going to be no. They're actually going to add to your stress because then it's going to take you longer to work them off, to burn them off later. So we do funny things as humans. Um, we give ourselves food to soothe a feeling and it really doesn't work right for the moment. It tastes good. You get a, you know, a glucose spike and which actually just makes you want to have more, but you get that spike. So it's kind of a vicious cycle, right? <laughs> there, there's, there's a lot about that. And then you want more and more and more, and then you can't stop. And then you're in a little downward spiral. So the power of the pause is something I really want every single person to try. Next time you're in that situation, you're in your candy drawer at work, because a lot of people have candy drawer, or you're in the car, there's a little stash in the car, or you're, the pantry's where, you know, it happens for me. So, you know, look at the pantry, wherever you are, and just stop and ask yeah. yourself, am I really hungry? Yeah. If so, great, let me have a better choice. If not, what am I really feeling? Yeah. That's where we start. And, you know, part of this too is, and I know you're going to talk about this during the show today, part of this is allowing ourselves to eat when we're hungry, because the opposite really lives within us too. And what lives within us is this idea, if I eat, oh, I'm going to feel guilty about it. It's a really interesting dy dynamic we've gotten ourselves into. And, yeah. and I think one of the things I said to you and the power of what you're doing in the show is we don't know what we don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. And we don't follow our bodies. Now, I knew yesterday that I had gotten to a point where I, I literally said, wow, I'm hungry. I had no clock, so I don't know the time. Mm -hmm. There was nothing to tell me I should be hungry or I shouldn't. 
I just felt hungry and, you know, drinking a lot of water. And so I grabbed a protein bar that took care of it. But it's interesting, you know, when I was out in the desert on my first vision quest and then every vision quest after, our clocks, watches, everything's taken away from you. Hmm. No cell phones, nothing. And you're spending the first six days acclimating to a new way of being. Different food, a lot of water, right? Not what you're used to. But the times that you're not eating, you're doing things. You're, and I'm telling you, you're drinking a lot of water. The three days that you go on your quest, you only have water. And after about three hours, not a single one of us was hungry. Mm-hmm. And it was what you talked about earlier. It's this notion that we do have all of this food stored up in our bodies. There wasn't anything going to happen to any of us, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you drank your water. But there wasn't anything there that I could recall except facing myself. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to eat that away. I had to face myself in that. Are we afraid to face ourselves right now? Uh, Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Because when you stop, and you think about it and you ask the big question, am I really hungry? Mm. And if the answer is no, you are putting yourself in a position where you now have to face some feelings. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a culture, that's not our greatest, that's mm. not our greatest strength. We like to um, eat things away. We like to not talk about things. Um, and especially in this day and age, we like everything, you know, just to be we don't like to think about things anymore. Everything's so instant. Everything's so quick. The thinking part of everything has kind of taken a back seat, And it's a little sad because your brain is your greatest asset and you get to decide what it's thinking. It tries to keep you safe. So it's going to keep you, you know, stay in your lane, keep safe kind of thing. But when it comes to the food, you really need to, um, you really need to think just stop. It's amazing. Even if just for this next week, I would challenge you just to like, every time you reach for something and you're not ready to eat like a meal. And I don't call them really breakfast, lunch, and dinner because like, you know, some people only have a couple meals a day and that's fine. That works for them. And some people have the three meals and there's so many variations. Oh my gosh. But for your first meal of the day, whenever it is for you, whatever it is for you, you know, ask yourself if you really, is it time for that meal? And are you really hungry? Yeah. It takes you about a week to stretch things out and to, to, to remove the snacks so that your body can digest things in its factory and that nighttime eating. Oh, if I were to pick one thing I hear about all the time, it's the nighttime eating and it's nothing but a habit. It's nothing. People visit the refrigerator. I hear it at night. Um, the pantry, the cupboards, um, the extra stash. You know, I hear people at Halloween. Oh, I got into my my child's Halloween bag. <laughs> you know, we do it all. And you really need to catch yourself. I challenge you this week to catch yourself when you have those moments and you're not truly hungry. Mm-hmm. You're not ready to sit down to some sort of fueling, some sort of meal, semblance of a meal, whatever that is for you. 
you'll be amazed yeah. how many times you just mindlessly show up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to you about that when we come back from break, because what are the different ways that we eat our feelings? And this is really important conversation to have because it used to be, it was more obvious. There were more obvious ways. Now I think it's really different because we have masked this, you know, mm -hmm. we're getting so many messages that say it is okay to do that it is okay to have that. It is okay to do that. If you have that bar of candy, your personality will change. This is a mega multi-million dollar <laughs> ad campaign on one of those particular candy bars right now that mm -hmm. is just blockbuster selling them like hotcakes. And I can't mention their name, but it's all about personality change. And they're very yeah. good at showing that. But what is really the truth of it? We're going to take a short break. Georgette, before we go, Again, mention how people can find out more about you if you could, if we could. Sure. My website is georgettelepage.com and I've just launched my new 10 week inside out melt away program. You can get all the details there and you can contact me. We can set up a 15 minute discovery session so we can see if we're a good fit to work together. I love it. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the ways we eat our feelings and it may not be what you think. You know, it may, you may be thinking something more obvious, but what are the subtleties of this? Yeah. You know, what are we telling ourselves? What is it that we're doing to justify this and remove our guilt and shame? When we come back, we're going to take a deeper look at that. But more importantly, we're going to take a deeper look at what you can do now to shift this. Georgette LePage, we'll be right back. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, Visit sharingloveandlightshow.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasek, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Tune in to Awaken Your Magic Within, reveal unconscious systems to discover your unstoppable freedom power. Join me, Tracy Lynn Wallace, on TransformationTalkRadio.com the first Tuesday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to gain insight, direction, and tools to uncover limiting beliefs. Get ready to step into your unstoppable power to discover and uncover your magic within. Sometimes being human has its challenges. 
Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com. And boy, that is that is a guy that knew about changes. There's no question about it. I've often thought about David Bowie, of course, a huge fan from day one, Ziggy Stardust and the whole thing. But this was a man that knew how to adapt and change. And this was a man who knew that, you know, there are things that happen in the world. And sometimes you have to go against the grain. Sometimes you have to do things differently. And that's really what we're talking about today, right, Georgia? We're really talking about if we know this, if we know that there are some things we have to do, and it is going against the grain right now, Mm -hmm. especially if you follow our pop culture, right? Mm -hmm. We have to go against the grain to save our lives because that's really what we're up against. Talk about the different ways, if you could, how do we eat our feelings? What do they look like? What is it that will have us grab for whatever that is that we grab for. And maybe it's not a peanut butter sandwich at 10 o'clock at Mm -hmm. night or whatever. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you've watched that commercial that says, if you have this candy bar with you, you will go from being a really mean and ugly person to Brad Pitt, right? (laughs) Or something. But it doesn't matter what that is. You got to be aware that it's hitting you up and it makes you want to eat it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many different reasons why we eat something that we're not hungry for. Biggest thing I think is a lot of times stress. When we get stressed um, in our minds, we tell ourselves that if we just had this and I'm going to say, honestly, it's mostly sugary products that we we tend to gravitate toward because they do give us a glucose spike. Um, I've never personally overeaten a bowl of carrots because I was upset um, <laughs> we, we go for, we go for the things that are, are more sugary. Um, I will say stress, like I said, is, is probably the number one thing. Um, if we're upset about something, something makes us feel sad or mad. We sometimes out of spite, will we'll eat something thinking this is going to fix that. This is going to do that. Um, we often will, will, if we're feeling discouraged about something, we'll start going down that spiral, downward spiral of, well, what does it matter? You know, I, here I go again. I've always do this. I eat one thing and it just leads to the next and next and next. So, you know, why not? So sometimes we just kind of give up and sometimes we actually, um, we do things without even noticing it. For example, as a treat, we often eat sugary things as a treat. And we often eat when we're not hungry. I've got to confess something Um, years and years ago in, in my twenties, I went to Weight Watchers after I gained the freshman 15 
plus. Um, it's why I'd go to Weight Watchers and I'd do, you know, a great job. What do you think I'd do after I had my weigh-in and I got my good news? I'd go get a donut on the way home to treat myself as a reward, which was not, <laughs> didn't make sense at all. But I thought in my mind, I deserve a treat, a reward, because I was good this week. Yeah. So we have a good and bad kind of thing that we can talk about. That's pretty deep for another time. But so as a reward. But no, enough, that's a very common thing, though. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, it's it's not it. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you don't stop for a donut, but it's yeah. hard to drive by the donut place, especially if you feel stressed and not think about it. Yes. Right. Yes. And these places are right in front of us every single day. You can order something on your phone in seconds. You can drive through. You don't even have to go in. You can pick it up. Um, you can have things delivered to you. So it's not like if you're feeling shameful for going in, you know, oh, I got to, you know, go through the grocery store. You don't even have to do that anymore. So in some ways, it's a little easier. So we have to watch out for that. And I've got to say, you know, our culture is so heavy on food, as many cultures are. Ours just is, I mean, I thought about it one time when I was talking to my husband about this because he does not eat in an unhealthy way. And I said, what is it? What is it with our culture? And he said, everything, if you notice, everything is centered around food and it's not just healthy food. It's like cakes and cookies and pies. And all the time you go to someone's house, like you said, there's a candy jar or there's a jar of, you know, a, a drawer of treats or it's everywhere. And then I started paying more attention around holiday time, which is so many times during the year. And there isn't a holiday that doesn't have some treat associated with it, you know, some more than others. And so we just celebrate. We think part of celebrating is eating when we're not hungry, right? I mean, we just had the 4th of July and, you know, and I've been to some graduation parties, one of them being my own child's party. <laughs> and, and yes, there's stuff there just because we're celebrating. We associate food as a reward with celebrating. So there's so many different ways. So ask yourself on a regular basis in your life for what you go through, what are some of the moments where you find yourself wanting to eat something when you're not even hungry? And, and what do you, what is, what does that look like when you're trying to eat your feelings? Are you telling yourself it's a treat? It's a reward. Um, it's just because, you know, it's at night and that's what I always do before I go to bed. Yeah. Well, that was the power of the pause right there. Yeah. Right. Step one is to be aware. Yeah. And I think what we're really talking about too, when we think about this and we get a little clearer with ourselves is if we understand what's going on, then there's got to be an option for people. And I think this is the thing we're also talking about here today is the power of the pause. And people say, people often say, okay, what comes after the pause? And, you know, the pause, uh, and let me ask you this, you know, the pause will, will hit the pause button on getting in touch with what's really going on. Am I really hungry? Or did something just happen? And I'm not really hungry, but I'm going to grab for that thing. Isn't that the power of the pause, though? It allows us to take a check-in with ourselves, doesn't it? Yes. Before you see yourself at the bottom of you know, the, the bag of cookies before you get there, 
-hmm. You can stop as you reach for it or before you, when you just get to it and just stop and think, yes, it's so put some time in between what you want to do that, that habit of reaching Mm -hmm. for something and then thinking and running through the exact question you Mm -hmm. just said, am I really hungry? And if I'm not, what am I feeling? What am I trying to numb? Mm. And then you, you know, if it's, I had a bad day at work, you need to step back and you need to process that. Say, okay, I had a bad day at work. All right. You know, I, and you could talk it out to yourself or list it out. When you write things on paper, I've got to say they are, they hit you right between the eyes. It's a great idea. Write it down and say, okay, I I had a disagreement with this person. All right. I feel, I'm feeling like stressed out about that. I feel upset about that. All right. Walk yourself through it, process it, and then move on. Mm -hmm. You don't want to carry that into your eating. Uh, And you have the power to do that. I've got to tell you once again, it is up to you how you handle this. Mm -hmm. Isn't this a large part of your coaching platform though? I mean, let's talk about that, especially what you've just created, the 10 week um, program, because, you know, uh, it's not just about the food. It's about what's underneath all of this so that we are really making choices that are going to get us to the place where we really want to go. And I think that's what it is. And isn't this, you you know, for you, this is not just an aside for you, but this is an integral part of what you do and how you coach. And I'm assuming it's an integral part of the 10 week program you've just created, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes all my good stuff and puts it into one. Um, And 10 weeks is a great amount of time to give yourself Mm-hmm. like a chance to make some changes that are going mm-hmm. to stick. Not anything and nothing I know happens overnight. I wish I could wave a magic wand, <laughs> but there's no such thing. There's no such thing, but, but by sta- starting with one thing in this, today's topic is probably one of the most important mm-hmm. things you can do to yeah. stop the food from going into your body yeah. with your own hands. Um, and you're going to be surprised. I'm going to say you may have to face some feelings. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. the hard part. We don't like that part. We like to just kind of eat through it. Um, so you're going to, you know, I, I caution you in a great way. Once you do this a couple of times, it becomes much simpler. Um, but you're going to have to maybe stop mm-hmm. and say, gosh, why do I really want to eat before I go to bed every night? Yeah. I mean, and part of this too is understanding that there are things we can do. See, that's the other part of it. And I want to talk about this next is it's not just about um, understanding it. There's action that we can take. There are things we can do. I found something really interesting is uh, if I drink more later in the evening, and I'm, I'm not talking about like soda and stuff, but you know, whether it's um, water, water that I have, or something that is available to me to drink, like I like sparkling water, I'm just, I don't know what that is, I just love it. And I love a certain brand. So I have it always in my house in these cans. And I find myself, like, if I am drinking that, I'm not even thinking about food, it's really interesting. But more importantly, isn't part of this now for us to talk about the fact that the power of the pause is to help us make a different choice, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Take a different action. Absolutely. And we often are so hurried in our life and our day that we just go through the motions. We do what we do every day. Um, It's pretty routine. 
And when you put this interruption is what I call it, it's a positive interruption. Mm -hmm. It's a great tool for a lot of things, but especially with eating, if you put this in place, you will within a week, you know, if you do this every day and start to question and start to wonder and get curious about what am I doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and why you're going to be amazed at how many habits Mm -hmm. you can change just by being aware. You can't change anything. If you don't acknowledge that something's happening, you have to first be aware. And um, my clients will tell you this all the time. Sometimes when we talk through things, um, they'll say, I never thought of it that way. I just thought I should eat. I'm just using the same one as I did before. I should eat every night before I go to bed because that's what I've always done. And so they didn't stop and think, gosh, I have 10 extra pounds on my body. Maybe this is not a good idea. Yeah. You know, so little things. And again, just being healthier, drinking more water. Water is a fabulous, fabulous way for your, your body Mm -hmm. loves water. A fabulous way for your body to stop and kind of, you know, be filled up that way. And then you'll know after that, if your stomach's still growling and it's truly time to eat. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. That's what happened to me yesterday because I knew I was drinking a lot, but I didn't even realize the time. And then when I came mm-hmm. in to get the protein bar, I'm like, wow, it's like 2.30. Oh, okay. Oh, I get it. Right. But, you know, part of this too is to really take a look at doing one thing at a time. If we can learn to hit the pause and just get in touch with what's going on, there are other options. And you're right. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. eat carrots. It's definitely, it's not something I would reach for. <laughs> you know, I'm a cucumber girl. And so, yeah, I mean, true confessions, it's going to be weird now, but <laughs> I can take a whole cucumber. I'm, I don't know where I get this from. It has to be my grandfather because he was a farmer and I could take a cucumber out of the drawer, organic, right? Little salt in a plate. And I will eat that cucumber. That is my thing, my cucumber. And, you know, I remember doing it with a friend that was over here and she was like, you have 10 cucumbers in your, your refrigerator. <laughs> and she said, you must eat a lot of salad. And I just looked at her like, I don't, should I tell her? <laughs> and I said, you know, I just eat the cucumber. And by the time three days were gone, we were both eating them. And what I found is everybody has their own thing. Now I have no idea if it even has nutritional value. But every one of us has something like that we can go to, don't we? That will substitute that other thing. Don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, if you're still not ready to not eat completely when you come home from work, you know, and I'm just using that because I know for me, that used to be a really rough time. Then pick something healthy, have something, have your cucumbers all sliced up in a little bowl in the fridge and just reach for it. And it's, I mean, those are full of water. It's great for you. They're great for you. You know, and just know, just plan for it. Say, okay, after school, I have my bowl of cucumbers. That's that's not a, a stress eating moment. That's planning for something healthy for you when you know you have a chance of being triggered. So yeah, you're actually I, preventing. I wish I could say I was even that humane. I'm telling you, I'm cave woman <laughs> when it comes. I pull that <laughs> cucumber out. I don't need to slice it. But the point is what you're making. It's, you know, am I hungry? Because if I'm eating that and I'm not hungry, that doesn't really hit the pause button. 
And I think what you're bringing up to the forefront is being able to do this, but I'll tell you for me, and maybe you should comment on this right now. There are a lot of people that are trying to figure it out. And what I want to say to people that are listening, it is really difficult to figure out alone. My sister couldn't. And if there are people that can take the benefit of your program or working with you, this is really the help that folks need to make in the investment because it is very tricky. It's like just about everything else we take to numb ourselves. When you get to that point, most people can't adjust by themselves. That's why there are so many programs for addiction and recovery. But I want to ask yeah. you, what excites you most about the new program you've created? Everything you've put into all the secrets. What are you most excited yeah. about? Uh, and because I know it's got to be addressing what we're talking about today. It's, it sure is. I think the biggest thing for me is the excitement where I put all of these tools into one spot for people who are sitting there right now thinking, I've tried everything, I ask you to give it one more time to have someone walk alongside you. I wish I had. I tried to, I ended up figuring this out pretty much by myself, but it would have been so much easier a long time ago if I had someone to listen to me and just, you know, on my roller coaster, five, 10 pounds here, five, 10 pounds there. If I had had someone to maybe point some things out to me as I was talking through what I was dealing with and what I needed, that would have been so much better. I would have felt like I had someone in my corner. And I also would have felt like I had someone accountable. You know, I was accountable too, because for me personally, I do so well when I know I have to be accountable. Uh, and that's a huge part of this program. I mean, you get access to me one-on-one -on -one and we will get into the work. And it's plenty of time for you to set your goals and get started one step at a time. That's my biggest, biggest piece. Uh, we can't do everything all at once for sure. Um, but I've taken all the good stuff, like the best yeah. of, and put it yeah. all together in a really great time frame. Yeah. Uh, 10 weeks is fabulous. It's so doable. And it's enough time for you to get going. And um, it's just so exciting. It's so, yeah. I can't wait. And so many people are interested in their, they're reaching out and they want to know more. And yeah. they want to, they want to make the investment in themselves because let's get this done. Let's get this figured out so that you're not, you know, yeah. 10 years from now, still trying to solve the puzzle of your weight loss. Because I think people realize what they've been through now. This is really yeah. different than I think where we've been before. Oh, yeah. And what I mean by that, and, and that's why you created the program is because what pe people have a sense that what's just happened in the past three years is an anomaly for them. It's not who they are and they don't know what to do differently. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. You know, thank you so much for today. You know, hey. look, how do people find out about the program? And then also, I would love to know what your personal message is. How do the people find out about how to work with you as well? Thank you. Thank you. Right, Georgette. right. Georgette And you can click on programs and you'll see this new 10 week inside out melt away program description. And then you can get in touch with me. Um, the contact information is there. We set up a, a complimentary 15 minute discovery session together so we can see if we're a good fit because you have to fit with me and I have to fit with you so that I can serve you and get you to where you want to be. Yeah. And, you know, sitting here today, if you're feeling like you have extra weight on your body, 
you probably overate at some point. It didn't just magically appear, right? And it may have taken a longer time than you think. I know where we tend to say, oh, yeah. it just came on. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> that's, that's our brain playing tricks on us. So maybe you're wondering how could this possibly have happened to me? And the question that that question can be answered by, you know, several different ways, but I would say, give yourself grace. First of all, thank you for listening and showing up and learning something. And now you have to ask yourself, what are you going to do about it? What's your first step? Is it reaching out and working with me? Is it taking some of my free material on the website and, you know, trusting the expertise that I put out there? Because that's a big Mm -hmm. piece of it too. But this is your chance to make some some changes, changes that are going to last and stop the power of the pause. Just try it for a week. And I promise you, you will stop yourself Mm -hmm. and think about what you're doing. And are you really hungry? What are you hungry for? Yeah. I love it. You know, part of this too is not just understanding the power of the pause, but what you're bringing together is what do I do next? How do I get some help and support? And I know that wasn't there for my sister. And I think, you know, it would have been different if it was, and none of us realized it. And I was too young and ignorant and, you know, she was 12 years older than me and I didn't understand it. But also part of this is it's okay not to know what we don't know about things, right? Absolutely. But that's where you come in, isn't it? That's right. I can help with that. So let's go. All right. I appreciate your learning. GeorgiaLePage.com, right? You got it. You got it. All right. And that's where they can find out about the 10-week program, right? Absolutely. It's in full detail there. And let's get started. All right. Let's do it. And for those of you out there, do you know why you're not hungry? Do you want to know? Do you want to know how not to take that next action that you really don't want to take? Georgette LePage, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to Why Wait? Look better, feel better, be your best from the inside out with me, Georgette LePage. Tune in each month as Dr. Pat Basili and I tackle topics that are often seen as roadblocks for weight loss. Being healthy doesn't have to be hard or impossible. This show leaves you feeling empowered with new strategies and ideas to jumpstart your new health journey. If you're interested in finding out more about me, visit georgettelepage.com.